We spend a lot of time worrying about our children. Often, there are no visible signs of how anxious we truly are. We get so frantic about fixing that we are not able to see that we are parenting out of fear. Hi everyone, this is me, Jyotika Bedi, founder of Happiness is Love. We make relationships better. Are you a parent who experiences parental anxiety? Well, you're not alone. I'm a mother of three and I was very, very curious to learn healthy ways to relieve the worry. If you're ready, let's go. Sometimes we parents don't think we are anxious because we're not really trembling in our boots. Often there are no visible signs of how anxious we truly are. Yet when we look inside our heads, we notice that we spend a lot of time worrying about our children. And like I said, it is sometimes scary because we have thoughts which are really awful. And I have been experiencing the same and I feel the need to actually talk about this so that we parents are equipped with the tools on what to do, on how to deal with these awful thoughts that may sound like well, my son, he didn't do well last year. I'm really afraid that this year will be worse and he will fail. I wasn't really crazy about my daughter's friends and the people that she was hanging out with. And I can only imagine that now that she's in college, she is going to not choose her friends wisely. How is it going to handle, how is my child going to handle all the increased pressure of being on his own? I don't think she'd be able to ever do it. My son always lies to me. It reminds me of my delinquent sister or brother or a cousin who's not done anything in, or in his or her life. And is that what is going to happen to my child? The best way to know if you're parenting from fear versus facts is to really ask yourself that is there evidence, any kind of evidence of what you are so worried about. And this is exactly what I'm doing and it's really helping. It's only natural for all of us to protect our children from what might happen and try to make sure that nothing bad really happens to our children. It's true for all parents. And funny as it sounds, our brains are actually designed to comfort us so that when we think those worst case scenarios and we worry about it, our mind is kind of prepared. Why right? We think that somehow if we just worry enough, we can control things and make them right. But Fretting about the future and the unknown can cause extreme anxiety, stirs up a lot of fears and projections. He will never do this, is a narrative that I have been experiencing and it's really given me a lot of anxiety and I felt it the need to talk about it because, I, you know, we, we start thinking extreme. She's always like this. He's, he's going to be a loser. No surprise that this causes our and everyone else's anxiety to just skyrocket, which causes us to guess what? Worry even more. It's unending negative cycle. Unless we get control of our awful thoughts, we will not be at ease. We will not be at peace. When parents, we parents get caught up in this negative cycle, we often find that we are spending way too much time and energy in lecturing, in hovering, in cajoling or nagging instead of connecting with our children. And I'm guilty of the same. We get so frantic about fixing that we are not able to see that we are parenting out of fear rather than 
from a calm, realistic, and a helpful place. We lose track of facts about our children and see them from the lens of only our anxiety, often stemming from our own unfinished business. Maybe we didn't do well in grade seven or felt left out of the popular group. It's happened to all of us. It's normal. It's normal to want our children to do better than we did and not fall in the same holes. But, but it can be hard to see that perhaps there's not where that they are headed. This is a reminder for me and for everyone else. Now, until we can recognize and name all these awful lying as these thoughts as anxiety and reactivity rather than the actual facts about our children, we will not see our children clearly. And therefore, we will not be able to give them what they actually need. We worry more than guiding them. In order to see our children as they are, now how we wish to really see them, we need to first calm our own anxiety. And calm is contagious. Calm parents raise calm children. This is a fact known to all of us. Easier said than done? For sure. After all, we all are human. However, it can be done. And I would like to share some few tips which are helping me be less anxious and a calmer parent. And I am, of course, work and learn too. So what are a few of these techniques? Number one, know what you can and cannot control. Control patterns can be many things like friends, school, and even food choices. Is it possible to provide healthy food in your house? Yes, that is something a parent can do and is responsible for. But can you make your child eat them? Maybe, but at what cost to you, your child, and your relationship? Anxiety about their health might compel you to make them eat those vegetables, but they might only land you in a battle of wills that becomes less about the vegetables and more about you don't control me. Put your efforts into what you have control over and let go of what you don't. Accepting that you can possibly control every outcome, cannot possibly, you know, accepting that you can't possibly control every outcome will only help you become calmer. And you will become, and you will be, be that calm parent for your child, making the space your kids need to learn to be responsible for their own choices. Second, know the differences between fear and facts. The best way to know if you're parenting from fear is to ask yourself that is there any evidence of what you are so worried about? Might worry about your child's unhappiness. I am with you. Write down the evidence that backs his belief. For example, he or she cries every day or is used to be very talkative, but now is more quiet and withdrawn. If you have facts to back your concern, determine useful. It, 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 it's good because this will determine useful next steps to attend to the problem. Maybe talking to him or her or his teacher or school and counsellor would be a good first step. But if you find no evidence and backing up your awfulizing thoughts, then recognize this is about you, not about your child. Understand what is getting triggered in you when you see him or her. Does he or she remind you of your troubled sibling at that age? Where does your imagination really take you? In other words, find the source of your worry so you don't confuse yourself with your child. Make sure facts are right so that helps you calm that anxiety. Next, ask yourself, what are you really anxious about? And this is what I did this morning. One of the ways adults manage anxiety in an important relationship is to deflect that onto our children. Let's say you feel emotionally a little distance in your marriage. Rather than addressing the problem directly with your spouse, you might instead get overly focused on your child. I'm guilty of the same. 
You might see problems in your child that barely exist and become exaggerated in our minds. A child is an easy target to place the focus on. It's normal to want to avoid the hard stuff between you and another person and bring in the third, which is your child, to really reduce the intensity. However, it doesn't really solve anything. It increases anxiety and we end up trying fixing something that isn't really the problem. Attending to the actual problem will calm us down and help us function from a place of... We will operate from a space of love and not fear and anxiety. Next, which is most important and has helped me hugely is focus on yourself. How could I possibly focus on myself? You could ask. Well, I have three kids, a job and a million other things to do. Focusing on yourself is a way to really find, to make priority, make you a priority. You don't care. You can't care for other people for the time you care for yourself first. It really means developing yourself, your relationships, your goals and aspirations. Doing this work will help you and people around you have a better bond with you. And if your children see you taking responsibility for managing your life, they will learn to manage their own life with responsibility and with more love and care. Very important to stay present. I know it's easier said than done, but when you find yourself thinking of the what if scenarios, and, and this happens to me too, like what if he fails and what if he falls and what if he, he's not able to stand up again? The point is we have to work on our thinking. Ask yourself, is there anything right now that would be helpful to do, that, to do or say that would aid my child now and in the future? This will help you calm down and give your child what your child actually needs. Try this simple exercise. Or what if anxiety creeps in? What if my daughter doesn't pass her history test? Bring yourself back to the present moment and ask yourself, what are the facts that I have which are suggesting to me that she won't do well? Her last test score was low. It's a fact. However, is she putting in the effort? Has she realized that she needs to work smart? Have you given her, have you offered her support by maybe getting her a tutor so that she can better her grades? What are the facts? Is my concern just based on facts or fears? I'm also worried because I, I struggled in history. So this is my fear that I'm projecting onto my child. What would be helpful to do now to help her do the best that she can do in her test? I can have my other children who don't have a test tomorrow probably help this child so that they can work together as a team and help each other. Ask yourself, is my plan realistically taking into account what is my responsibility and what belongs to my child? What I can control and what I can't control? Can you make her do well? No, that is her control and is her responsibility. We all worry because we love and care so much about our children and wish to protect them from life's struggles and disappointments. But I'm here to tell you, but you will feel calmer when you gently remind yourself every single day that your intense loving emotions that are trying to do what is not possible only increases your anxiety as it did for me this morning. And that's why I thought I'm going to make this video because I hope this is useful to you. Instead, we need to think and act on the things that are possible, that are reasonable and realistic for you to do and are good for your well-being first. You will become calmer and your life and theirs will function better when we are operating from a place of love and not fear and faith over fear. Functioning better will only help us feel calmer and feeling calmer helps everybody function better.
Only you and you can change this cycle into a healthier one and make it less anxious for you. Because anxiety I know is there and it's normal. The problem is when it becomes excessive, when it becomes over, when it becomes difficult to manage, that's when we need to reach out and seek help. And I did too and I read a lot on it and I thought it's best for me to make this video so that it can help us parents understand our own anxieties and our own worries which I'm saying are normal. But do we have the tools? Do we have the techniques to release ourselves, to relieve the worry so that we feel calmer inside? I hope this was useful to you. If you're struggling with any aspect of your life, please reach out to us. We at Happiness is Love really care and we are here. Until then, keep smiling. Keep shining and keep inspiring.